0: Hello, this is Keniston, just jumping in to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Mouse Hunters Travel, specifically, Kelly McGovern at Mouse Hunters Travel. She can plan your vacation, all for free. Remember, in these unprecedented times, it is very important to know your vacation, and know what is going to happen, and have a plan, just in case something goes awry. The perfect way to do this is through a travel agent. Kelly McGovern at Mouse Hunters Travel will plan your vacation even in these difficult times. Enjoy the episode! Hello! This is another episode of the My WDW Podcast. I'm your host, Keniston, and this is a podcast for teens and tweens by a teen and... Kelly McGovern here from Mouse Hunters Travel. I'm going to be interviewing her this week uh, just on the ins and outs of being a travel agent, what it means to be a travel agent, and several other things. Um, so how do you feel right now? How do you feel on the podcast?
1: This is awesome. I love talking about Disney. So anytime I get to do so, I jump at it. So this is awesome.
0: All right. Speaking of jumping, you want to jump right in? Absolutely. Let's do it all right um how long have you been a travel agent
1: so i'm actually
0: fairly new i started in
1: late uh, 2019 which is a little unfortunate because as we all know in 2020 the world kind of took a turn and you know travel was not something people were doing but that's okay i've actually been helping people plan their trips it's kind of funny i pulled out a box recently and i found are you ready for this i found an itinerary that I put together in 2001. A Disney trip itinerary, and I still have it, which cracks me up. So that's quite a while that I've been doing this. I uh, took a small hiatus whenever uh, our family was military. We didn't travel a whole lot at the time. I had a lot of small kids. So um, I got back into it about 10 or so years ago, and here I am.
0: That's interesting. What is the best part of being a travel agent? Like, what do you like doing in it the best? So
1: when I talk to people about Disney travel and when I begin to help them figure out what trip is best for them, it's kind of fun because I get to relive the magic that is Disney and I get to share my experiences. I get to share the knowledge I have and it is just so much fun just anticipating Even other people's trips, I love doing that. So just today I was doing a couple of quotes and I was like, oh my goodness, this is a Caribbean beach resort. This couple will love this resort. And it's exciting to think about other people getting to go do these fun experiences and um, knowing that when they walk away, they're going to walk away with just a whole different thought and they're going to walk away with new experiences. And I mean, they could potentially become Disney addicts like myself. So I've been doing this, like, even only professionally since 2019, but before that, just helping people. And every time I, I would
0: walk away going, oh, they're going to love that so much. That sounds like a whole lot of fun. Just, uh, if like, knowing that somebody else will love something that you recommended or uh, yes. shown them, it's a good feeling. It
1: is very much so. And it's hearing fun. people who have come back and go, oh, my goodness, you were right. That restaurant was so awesome. Or oh that ride was so fun or whatever and going I I knew you'd love it you know it's a fun feeling
0: yeah so the most fun thing is other people's joy
1: I think so and sharing the experiences I've had and watching people love it just as much
0: ah that's that's really cool um what is your favorite park
1: oh my goodness do I have to have just one
0: (laughs) well out of the two or i guess six that are currently in the world but most importantly the two that you've been to disneyland and world so i love disneyland
1: because it was walt's original park and there's just a different feel to it for sure um and i'm not saying one is better than the other it's just different i love that he actually walked the streets of that park i love that he saw it open he was there when it was in action um But there is something about Walt Disney World that I also truly do love. And I would say, as far as the four parks at Walt Disney World, I would definitely say that Magic Kingdom is my favorite. I know it doesn't have the most thrill rides or the most new attractions, but to me it's just something very nostalgic about it. I love it so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Usually when uh, our family will visit the, the Magic Kingdom, we will always start. By going on I think it was King Arthur's Carousel and then we end up out the whole trip by going on going to Liberty Tree Tavern mm-hmm. as that is one of my favorite restaurants and um, it's just it's a great place to eat they've got some of the best snacks and um, what is your favorite snack in the parks oh, just one
1: just one it's so hard because I love the carrot okay okay cookies. I'll make an
0: exception ah. Favorite snack. From each of the four oh. parks of the Walt uh, Disney World that, property. That's a little easier, but not
1: quite. But I can try. I'll try. I'll try. So, oh goodness. I would say it's a classic, but the Mickey pretzel with the plastic cheese. Yes. For sure one of my favorites at Magic Kingdom. I would say at Hollywood Studios, um, Carrot cake Cookie, maybe even Jack, Jack's Num nums, but carrot cake cookies a classic when it was at the Rider stop years ago one of my favorites from back then i'm so
0: sad that that's gone oh
1: i know i know it's just the nostalgia of that little coffee shop was just so fun to go and, and check out um okay so let's see animal kingdom oh my goodness animal kingdom it's not um, one for snacks it's more for it's the animals not, and it's right. got some great atmosphere but, but. um Satouli has some really good meals there um that's not really a snack i suppose nomad lounge has some really good snacks there but as far as just walking around the park and a snack i'd have to really think about that i had a really good cookie there once it's not been around for years so i don't know if that's the best example of a snack there. what
0: was it called do you know
1: i really don't remember it's probably been a good four years i think it was 2017
0: ah that trip
1: (laughs) Yes, that's true. The one that Irma took over.
0: Irma was the hurricane. <laughs> the hurricane, yes, oh,
1: yes. Gosh. So I don't know. I don't know about Animal Kingdom, but I would say um, an Epcot. Oh my word! When they have Festival of the Arts, or when they have any of those festivals, just really anything from any of the the many many booths, phenomenal. How oh, the sushi I had last time, or oh, you went
0: to the Festival the of the Arts
1: to taste of yeah. Taste of Epcot, yeah. Taste of yep. an International Festival, yeah. Um, so that was really good. Of course, the sushi donut's really good there. But that's those are all festival foods, though. I don't know if festival
0: foods count because they're not know. available.
1: It's, that's a hard one. But Epcot really now has festivals most of the time. Yeah. Except for, I kind of laugh, I say that, but we're going to Epcot over the week of uh, February 22nd. And it's like... We're going directly in between that one week where they're not going to have any festivals.
0: Yeah. So I'm a
1: little bit sad, but that's okay because there's still – Germany has the um, – they have the popcorn, the caramel uh, the corn, the caramel kush. Oh, my word. It's so good. Of course – If I,
0: I didn't have braces.
1: I know. You're getting them off, what, the week after, the week or two after? Also, I love the uh, pastry shop in France, La Halle. Le Halle
0: oh, de so. la Glace's? No, know,
1: that's just, that's an ice cream or shop. Or Le Halle's. Le yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, you know, bread and cheese just go so well together. Hence yeah, my pretzel and plastic cheese. A lot cheese. of years are bread and cheese. <laughs> but I don't know. There's so many different things that are just so yummy all over the parks.
0: Yeah. Um. Speaking of things all over the parks... Um, what is your favorite attraction or ride, or the best one, the one that you like the most? It can be a, a show that you oh sit down for, gracious. or a ride that you get on to. So I'm definitely,
1: I love thrill-seeking, but of course I also love the classic stuff. Of mm. course, you know, it's a small world and the carousel, but I have to say at Disneyland's at California Adventure, oh, the Incredicoaster. Yeah. It really blew my mind. I was honestly a little scared, I won't lie, a little scared to go on it, but I'm so glad that my twins pushed me to go. That was one of the best experiences ever. I mean, absolute best. It was so smooth, so fast, so, it was semi-unpredictable, but it was just so much fun.
0: That was the ride that used to be California Screamin' in Mm -hmm. the, uh paradise pier section of uh the dca the disney's california adventure park yeah uh recently they did an overhaul and they changed the whole thing from paradise pier to pixar pier and the theming went from like a six to a ten
1: it, it's pretty incredible it it really is very cool
0: yep um and what is your favorite or what is the best restaurant i know we mentioned liberty oh, tree tavern goodness earlier gracious, you and you're making me pick something
1: Oh, geez. um, I might have to do one for every park. Okay. Let's if that's do. okay. So, I love Skipper's Canteen, but I don't know. Skipper's Canteen
0: and Liberty Tree Tavern. Definitely two of my favorites in Magic Kingdom. Do you like getting your food all given to you in rounds, or do you like uh, laughing a lot? Because at Skipper's Canteen, the servers will often joke with you mm-hmm. and kind of just, like, jest and poke fun at you. Um... Last time, much like the actual uh, Jungle Cruise ride itself, last time I was there, um, I had gotten like a chicken thing and I had eaten it all off the bone. And the guy, our server, came over and said, picked up the bone and said, have you got a bone to pick with me? I didn't know what that meant, so I said, (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) That was Robert. And actually... I came and find out later that he was one of like the best servers there so it's kind of fun to have him
0: you knew his name
1: yeah I remember because I remember seeing later on some a blog or a Facebook somewhere I don't remember what it was but everybody was raving about this Robert guy I don't know if he's still there it's been a couple of years since that I remember that when that happened the first time I we went the last time I went to skipper's canteen a couple of months ago I didn't have him but the food was still so good, so good. What'd you, and it's what's that? What'd you get? Um, I got the Chapas or Orna- not, I think it's called Chapas or It They've got unique names. Um, yep. like but it's one... like a corn pancake with this avocado hmm. and stuff on top, it's just so good. But I also got the Falafel Falls, which are falafel balls with hummus. It's so good.
0: You, you love your falafel,
1: yeah, I do, I really do, I do, I get it everywhere. I had falafel fries at Epcot once during the Festival of the Arts, and that was so good. Oh, my word. It was so good.
0: Falafel fries.
1: Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, that's that's Magic Kingdom um, at Epcot. Kind of a sucker for beer garden. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I said, anytime they have festival foods, I could just eat all that. And that's what I did last time I went. <laughs> I haven't been to beer garden in about a year or so. Um... And then I would say, okay, Hollywood Studios. I have to be honest, Hollywood Studios is probably not my favorite for sit down food, um, but Brown Derby's really good. So, I mean, that's it's good. It's definitely good. Um, but we don't typically just sit down and eat there. Now, this next trip, we're going to Oga's Cantina, and that's not really a sit down restaurant. But we're gonna try some fun uh, drinks and some some charcuterie. Yeah,
0: isn't the charcuterie overpriced? I mean, it's twenty dollars
1: for a very small. (laughs) Excuse me. So it's Disney, so you're going to pay a a price for things. Mm -hmm. But I have heard that it's unique food, so Mm. I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll, when I get there, we'll see what we think. And I do know
0: that you love those spicy pork rinds.
1: I and do. And the Ogle
0: charcuterie board, I think, in I think its more most original or its most recent form, there were spicy pork rinds involved.
1: Yeah, I've heard that, too. And some fun meats and stuff like that. You know, Daddy loves his meat, so mm-hmm. there's that. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll get there and, and see what we're up for that day and try it out. But then I guess what's left, Animal Kingdom?
0: Animal yep. Kingdom? You love Yak and Yeti, don't you? I do
1: like Yak and Yeti. It's been a while since I've been there, but we're going there again in a couple weeks, so I can't wait for that. But if we're going to take a little step out of the park, maybe, and go to Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know where I'm going. Sanaa. 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 Sana. I... Those zebra
0: domes, though. So,
1: yeah, well, that is actually at the, um, I forgot what the little shop is called in there, but you can get them there. But it's a not. I have to have my bread service. You do. Oh my you goodness, so good! Service. And then I always get the buttered chicken with the vegetables. Oh, it's just so so good. That mm-hmm. food is so good, and their coffee. Oh my word! And desserts. Oh yeah, just good stuff. Good stuff. Hmm.
0: So the bread service. Last time I had it, the bread service was very very yummy. You get like a small piece of naan, which is like flat bread, yes. like a. Really thick tortilla is the best way to describe it. That's a good
1: it. way to describe it. Yeah, non bread is like a thick, but it's more it's bready. It's kind of like a pizza crust. I forgot I brought some home for you guys last time. Yeah, oh, you brought yeah, everyone that food. Oh, yeah, that was good.
0: It was so good.
1: So this time, you guys actually get to go to Sanaa, and we're going to all get a bread service and share it.
0: That sounds yummy. Um. Uh, what is the best part about being a travel agent and being in the service? I know you kind of told said about that earlier, like, what is uh, – your favorite park what is like the most absolute perk of
1: so as a travel agent for uh specializing in disney travel i make it a goal to go multiple times a year and i feel like it's necessary especially right now with things being so different with the, the virus restrictions um i've been this is be my second time going since the park reopened and it's i like being able to tell my clients okay I've been recently. I can tell you what this is like. I can tell you, yes, it's different, but here are some positives to it. And I can, I can personally go and experience these things, and and advise people really. Hmm. And so it's a great excuse to go to the parks frequently. Um, but also, I love kind of it forces me to really. Stay in the know and to know the ins and outs. And every time I read that article or every time I, I get a a news alert saying, okay, this is going to be coming up or, oh, this new show will be opening or this uh, resort is opening. I feel like I get to kind of live that little bit of magic. And it's just a lot of fun. Because I'm, like, required to, not really, but, you know, I to be a good travel agent, to be in the know, I really should keep up with it. And so, because of that, I do keep up with it, and I do, um, I do stay knowledgeable, and it's fun. It's fun, and then I get to have these meetings pretty regularly, um, about once a month, and I get to hear about the new things coming out, and the new attractions, or resorts, or whatever, and that's a lot of fun, too. And I just love that part of it. And being that person that my friends know of, of the person that has the knowledge or um, goes frequently, it's kind of fun being that person. And people coming to me going, oh, you you know, Dizzy, how's this? Or what is this about? Or is that opened Or, oh, could you tell me how much this would be? That's so much fun, being able to be that person.
0: Hmm. That is a perk. A very good one. Yeah. Just to be the expert. Yeah. And just to have that
1: knowledge. And now there are times where I have to say, I don't know, but I can certainly find that for you. And then I get to go digging for that information. And that's also a lot of fun being able just to go and, um, know where to go for that and to find that information and to, you know, dig into the magic. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah. It's, um, research about Disney is a lot of fun. Um, what – do you have a favorite, like, secret or urban legend or little myth that's just, like, super fun that you love about the Disney parks in as a whole?
1: So, I like knowing the background and history and story and theming of uh-huh. it. So, as you already know, th- when you walk down Main Street – I don't know if you talked about this in your podcast or not, but when you walk down Main Street and you look up at the shops and you see those different names. Remember that? in mm-hmm. the shops – It's so fun to look up there and to know that there's a story behind those names. There's a story behind the people that are memorialized on the windows. And it's so fun to walk down the road and go, that guy right there, he's an old imagineer. And he helped to come up with this idea. Or that guy was a pivotal part of... You know this history of the park, or to see a picture of somebody like Joe Rody and right away I recognize his face, or Bob Gurr, any of these these you, legends of Disney.
0: You recognize Joe Rody because of the ears.
1: Oh yeah, but he's, he's got just got a face that you just recognize, and and to know that these these people that have worked and been a part of this organization for years and years, and ha, you know Mary Blair. And her, yeah. uh, yes, I'm uh, Mary Blair, I just love, love, love her work. And just to know who these people are and to go into the contemporary and see Mary Blair's gorgeous mural or, um, you know, small world or anything and, and to know their work and to know who these people are, to me, is just kind of a neat little thing to know. And mm-hmm. I love sharing that with people, too, and um, telling them, oh, yeah, go to the Contemporary and see that that huge mural. Yeah, it's it's mildly dated, but at the same time, it's also beautiful. It's still to this day is beautiful, and it's very well done. It and is. So I love stuff like that and the history of it. And Disney is always growing, and that's how Walt wanted it. He mm-hmm. wanted things to always grow and change and never to stay stagnant. Because we're always moving forward, and that's one of his big things. Has well, it was one of his big things is to always move forward, and so there will be classics there, and they will remain there. But at the same time, to know that things will move forward, and grow and change, and technology will come in and um, shift a little bit, and
0: that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would you like to know why the windows are placed where they are absolutely it's because the whole uh park is kind of positioned to look like a movie theater playing a movie Mm -hmm. so you walk it you walk right up um you go past the turnstiles you see the uh the big train station that's like a kind of like the wall in on the front of the theater okay and then you walk in the little tunnels underneath the train station and you see posters for the rides that you're about to go see and then, you walk and you turn, and Oh, then so
1: wait, hold on, pause. So those posters are almost like movie posters?
0: Yes, that's the point. Ah,
1: very cool, very cool.
0: Yep, and then uh, you see, like, you're standing on Main Street on this red carpeted ground.
1: Okay. And then you
0: turn to the side, and you see the credits.
1: Ah. And those names- are the, are the credits. credits? I love that so much. I love that. And you know, when you hear the history of those, like, okay, Osh Popham.
0: Osh Popham was the proprietor in the movie Summer Magic, or Summertime Magic, or Summer Magic? Summer
1: Magic. And that's on the windows of the Emporium, which, by the way, when you walk onto Main Street past the flagpole, you'll see on your left side a long store that goes all along Main Street. And on that first, is it the first window? I'm trying to remember. It's, it's the first I window. I have a picture of it in window. my head. Yeah, I can see it in my head too. I'm just trying to it's remember which one it is. It's gold lettering at the bottom you'll of the window. You'll see. If you go look on the windows on the, on the left side of the Emporium, right when you walk down Main Street, you'll see one of the windows says Osh Popham. And to know that that has a story behind it, that's not just some random name they came up with. No, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a character from a movie. And to know that and to go home and watch that movie and be like, oh, that's what that window is from, is super cool. And to know that there's a history on these things and there's a story behind it
0: mm-hmm. and it all
1: melds together, it's so neat. It's beautiful. So it is. It really is. I love that.
0: Um, What is the best bit of advice that you'd give to someone who maybe, like, hasn't gone to Disney before or has and wants to better their experience and trips and whatnot?
1: Um, I would say, and, you know, not just because I'm a travel agent, but I would say seek advice from somebody else. Like, seek somebody who has gone before you and ask them for their tips. Um, Now, if you have time to read blogs, if you have time to listen to podcasts, if you have time to watch videos, by all means do it. But when you're – Disney is is not always – it costs money. And – And if you're going to spend that money, the best thing to do is to figure out how to make the best of a trip that you're going to go and invest that much in, you know, Mm -hmm. money and time too, because you either fly or you drive out there and you go for, you know, three to 10 days, however long you go. Um, Talk to somebody, figure out how to best spend your time and your money wisely while you're on vacation. And I... I did that for years and I <clears throat> I sought people who had been there recently and um watched a lot of blogs and videos and read Disney updates and blah 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 and it really helped because I knew certain things I wanted to do I knew all the foods I wanted to eat I knew those sort of things and I knew that the times of the park opening and closing I knew that back then there was extra magic hours for resort guests and i knew you know all the things and how to get around because while disney does everything right and they try to to make it as easy as possible especially right now during the virus (laughs) there's restrictions not all buses are running not the the monorail doesn't run to every place it used to Mm -hmm. there's no more minivans for the time being there might be in the future
0: but that's minivans being spelled M I N N I E vans that are they're Uber but they look like they've yeah. got Minnie Mouse. They're
1: rideshare and they're kind of run by Disney, so it's a very convenient uh, way of trans of, of getting around on transportation uh, when it's running. But right now it's not, and that's that's just how it has to be. But um, but know before you go so that you do make the most of your time and money that you're spending, and just try to find out um how to do it. And and you know, as a travel agent, we do that it's a complimentary service. So you're not paying any extra. You're either calling Disney and paying for a trip, and then you're planning all your stuff and calling all your dining reservations and figuring out your fast passes when they have it, or you're calling a travel agent and you're not paying them any extra or any different and they're doing it for you.
0: Mm-hmm. And like yourself or yeah. um your friends who are also travel agents yeah. or just all sorts of people who can help you out with your trip right yeah yeah and there's people online you can type in uh there's this YouTuber called uh Disney Food Blog mm-hmm. one that we use a lot i use for research she uses for just general yeah.
1: knowledge there's so many of them out there and there's you know facebook groups and there's uh blogs and podcasts Justin Scard has a lot of information. there's just a lot of different groups and people that are there to help and um, even like my clients have researched on their own as well and um, it's funny because they'll come back to me and they'll say hey, okay I want to find this one snack you know it's this thing and I'll say oh yeah that was a great snack but that was from two years ago and mm-hmm. that blog that you saw while it was helpful, it didn't have a date on it, and it was from two years ago. They're no yep. longer selling that.
0: So blogs that's... are like uh, researching for Disney is almost like researching for a college essay or something. Check <laughs> the dates and check the relevancy Cause That's true things like uh, the Tom Sawyer uh, paintbrush. Oh thing, yes, you'd find a paintbrush and get a fast pass for something that was relevant, and then you could find the paintbrushes again. I think last year, no, um, I heard. They had them had glued down, ah. um, but
1: years ago, I mean, it was probably 10 years ago, If they, every day they would hide so many paintbrushes on Tom, Sawyer, Tom Sawyer's Island. And the thing was, is you would take the boat, you'd go over there, and you would find the paintbrush and take it to the cast member, and they would give you a fast pass. Well, they stopped doing that. This is when
0: paper fast passes were the only fast passes.
1: That's true. They stopped doing that, but there is still this ongoing rumor out there that it's being done and these poor cast members have to tell people all the time, no, there's no more paintbrushes. We stopped doing that years ago. And so while some of these blogs are helpful, they're not always dated and so you don't know how up to date the information is. Hmm. So but back to the advising, I would say just, just do contact somebody, try to get help in your planning a trip. It's, it can be overwhelming. And I would absolutely hate for you to spend all that time and money just to go and get overwhelmed and not get the most of your time and money and to not walk away and then hear about these wonderful things later and go, oh my word, I missed that. I didn't get to do X, Y, Z because I didn't know about it. And so just talk to somebody beforehand. Mm-hmm. Allow somebody to help you.
0: Yeah. Do you have like a little quick tip or like hack or like a little snippet of a tip that you could possibly give to listeners?
1: Well, I would – let me think about that. I would say know know what you're going for. And what I mean by that is if you plan to hit up all the rides – if you have small children that just really want to see all the Disney Junior attractions, or Dumbo, or Dumbo, or Barnstormer, know why you're going. Um, I, you know, I could tell you, oh yes, go to the, you know, um, do Space Mountain and do Thunder Mountain and do Splash Mountain. But if you have kids that are two and four, you're not going to do those rides. That's well, just not for they're you. They're too
0: short for the rides. Yeah.
1: And if you have young children like that, when, when we took our kids, when they were very, very, very young, we did not do rope drop to fireworks. And what that is, they, they have a physical rope that they hold, I guess it's not really physically hold people back, but it's a barrier and they, they have this rope and what they do, it used to be this big ceremony. It's not so much anymore. They do have a minor ceremony, but not so much anymore. And they would they would have this big to do and this rope would come down and everybody could start walking down main street and go into the parks um, so that's called rope drop it's when they very 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 first open the park and this name has stuck for years and years so it's still there even though they no longer have this big to do now when i say rope drop to fireworks fireworks meaning the very end of the night and currently they're not doing them because of the virus and crowd restrictions but They'll come back at some point, um but that means like going to the park the very, very very opening, getting there at seven thirty eight o'clock and leaving the park sometimes at nine, ten, eleven twelve at night. If you have a two year old and a four year old that is not what's gonna happen that is not gonna end well for anybody involved, yeah,
0: their bedtime is like six or something. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, you're, well, like six or seven, but yeah. I
0: don't have kids.
1: (laughs) Obviously. Your goal when you have kids that young is not to do that. Now, as your kids get older or as you go alone or without, you know, without children, that could be a difference. Mm -hmm. So know, know why you're going and know, okay, know know your expectations, know that, you know, you're going to go for a few rides, you're going to go for a a great lunch or dinner and know that, or know that you plan to stay the whole whole stinking day long you're going to eat a hundred dole whips and maybe even a pretzel or two and then you're going to sit down at the end of the day and eat a big dinner and, and head out after those midnight fireworks mm-hmm. but that's important to know before you go to. because D- disney world is this great big magical fun place but there's a lot that that happens there
0: yeah while disneyland is smaller disney world was granted the blessing of size yeah Lots and lots of land. Most definitely. Um, speaking of, like, knowing thyself, what is the biggest mistake that you've made at a Disney park, or surrounding a Disney park?
1: Biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. Aside from trying to go during a hurricane. <laughs> you couldn't have known that. True, true, true. When we went there was no hurricane. We, By the time we left, there was a hurricane. Um... I don't know there have been times where I have tried to maybe push a few too many things in there, and you know there's we're a family of six, and everybody has their own wants and desires and even though I've asked every time i am um, i'm I'm a big planner and i I do like to plan so that everybody gets to pick out what they want, and I'm always trying to please everybody, make sure making sure everybody gets their desires and um so. The last time we were at Disney World, Walt well, Disney World, I, I did talk to everybody and figured out what they wanted. And so on our first day there, we, we, the first day we always go to Magic Kingdom and we had our itinerary. We had our fast passes and we knew we'd be back at Magic Kingdom another day. And while we were there that first day, I kept hearing, what about this? I'm going to go do this. And so we would go do that and step out of our itinerary. And then we would miss our fast pass or we would not do whatever it was that was next. And so by the end of the day I was I looked at our itinerary and realized that we didn't do the things we had planned on doing and then everybody was questioning me, going, When are we gonna do that? And I wish I would just stuck by my guns and said, Look, we have this plan for a reason and we'll come back to that, I promise. And and so next time, you know, we know better. And now with the virus and things being the way they are, you don't have to plan quite as much. So it's kind of nice in a way, Um, but just, we've been so many times now, we don't have to do every little thing, but we do the things that we like to do.
0: Mm -hmm. That is smart. Um, what is the biggest, like, assumption or, um, like, incorrect, um, like, I'm trying to think, uh, like assumption that people have made that was incorrect about the Disney parks. That's still like a misconception that's going around today.
1: There's a couple of them I would say. Um I get people that message me and say, "Oh, what about that Harry Potter land?" And so I often have to say, "Well, that's actually another theme park. That's Universal Studios. This is yeah. Disney World, you know."
0: There was <laughs> there was going to be a Harry Potter land in Universal Studios.
1: You mean at, at Walt Disney World? I mean, at
0: Walt Disney World, but um, they actually, it ended when they wanted to do like a sorting hat themed ride and apparently, according to legend, J.K. Rowling, the lady who wrote the Harry Potter books, swept the papers off the table and said no and then went and signed a contract with Universal Studios the very next day.
1: Well, that's fine. I don't
0: know if that's true, but I do know that she was kind of mean about the whole thing well we don't know (laughs) you live you learn there's legends there's lies exactly we don't exactly
1: know but you know and that's fine and universal probably could have used that push to increase
0: yeah you know and it's best when you don't see universal and disney as competition Mm -hmm. as much as you just see them as two sides of the same coin they're it both the entertainment mm-hmm. and they're both in an area where entertainment is prevalent, and they're both very popular and they're both in intricately themed. They both have millions of dollars poured it, poured into their in, poured into their <laughs> investments. Yes, they do. And they're both huge companies that make lots of movies and they make lots of people happy yearly.
1: That's true, and that's. You know, it's okay to have different brands of theme park and have different themes and, you know, all... It's
0: Pepsi and Coke.
1: Exactly. And I, I just prefer the Walt Disney World brand, and that's fine. But, um, so that's that's one of those misconceptions I often hear. And it's fine. Like, I have to tell people, oh, yeah, that's actually universal. It's just a different theme park, and that's fine. Um, but the other misconception I would say when people come to the park is... I think they think they can do all of the stuff, like everything in like three days. And that's just really not a feasible option. You're going to run yourself exhausted. So I would say, and what we did this time, so we, this trip, we're going to be there for nine days at the resort, which is a long time. But
0: three days in the parks themselves.
1: But three days in the parks. And so we really had to just stop and say, all right, what is really feasible at this time? What can we really get done in this amount of time? Everybody pick your top three, and a lot of those were the same as each other. And so we did just that, and know that if we're not going to make ourselves crazy trying to do everything, and that's okay. And you just pick out what you think is best for yourself and know that you did what you enjoyed and go from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so in another episode, I talked about the apps that Disney has and oh, yeah. uh, how they can enhance your experience. And I know that you recommend this to your clients a whole lot mm-hmm. and that you tell them to like get these apps. and uh, So... There's one called the My Disney Experience app. It has, mm-hmm. like, the park and whatnot. Um, the
1: official Disney the app.
0: It, it's made by Disney. There's two or three apps they have. I know they have Disney Play, they have My Disney Experience, and they have the official Disneyland app. Uh-huh. Um, what would you say um, is the best reason to get the My Disney Experience app?
1: Well, it's just easy. It's First of all, it's official. Like, anything that's Disney official, you will want to have. Yep. It's, I, I went on a couple days ago and I already checked into our resort. I checked into Fort Wilderness. Now, our campsite's not available yet, but that's fine, it'll be available soon. Um, we still have to drive up and we still have to speak to someone and say, here we are, and yada, yada. But I can go on there in a couple of days and see our campsite number, and that's kind of cool. Um, Be prepared for where the bus stop is, which uh, swimming pool will be closest to, where the showers are, all that kind of fun stuff. It'll be neat to have that access on my phone. Um, Today, I went to go look. I'm so excited about this. Uh, On a whim, I was sitting there waiting for another meeting to start, and I decided to see if there was a later dinner reservation available. My goal, here's a little free tip, okay? You ready for this? If you can... I highly recommend if you're going to have a dinner reservation, make it for as close to park closing as you possibly can. So you'll get to eat your dinner. First of all, you're not wasting park time eating. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's my big thing. And then you'll be able to leave the park as it's closing and have less people there, get all the great pictures. So anyway, my goal is always to do that. Well, I did that at first, and then they extended their park hours, which is a great thing. Like, I'm not going to complain about that. But then I realized, oh no, our meal was for that, like, last hour of the park. So I had been waiting for another reservation to open up, and today I just had my phone. I opened up the app, app quickly, and I discovered that there was a reservation for the time I wanted. And so I grabbed it real quick. I could also very quickly see the park hours on my app. I could see all of our information about all of our reservations. I could see all of our Magic Mans hooked up. I mean, anything mm-hmm. I need to know is on that app.
0: You got a real pretty Magic Man, too. You I got the little did.
1: Sparkly. The little Minnie Mouse one, actually.
0: Oh, yeah. You got the Sparkly one last time. Yeah,
1: I got the Sparkly one last time. So that app and the Disney Play app, have you ever talked about that app? Yes,
0: I had a whole episode oh, on that. Oh,
1: good, good. That is a fun, fun,
0: fun one. and Very, very early I, episode, too. Oh, good. It was right when the app was released. Yeah? I was like, gotta do an episode, gotta do an episode. And then I did an episode.
1: So episode two, yeah, that, that should be a great episode to go it back to. It wasn't
0: episode two, it was way back. In the... Another
1: one. Okay. So yeah, I, um, I recommend the Play app and it's really cool because you can you can be at Disney World or at Disney, well, just Disney World right now, but no, no did Disneyland too because we did it in Disneyland. I remember, and you can interact, and you can play games and you can do all sorts of neat things right there on the app, right on your phone. And that is awesome. So I highly recommend that. And you said. Okay, what episode was that that you had? It was seven. It was seven. Okay, so go back to episode seven then and find that one and hear all about it. It was an early
0: episode. It was um, all about, it was right when it came out too, so it was like 2018 or 2019.
1: Oh, and there's even a few different games you can play Yeah, you can actually,
0: yeah, you can, there's like quizzes.
1: Yeah, there's quizzes you can do.
0: And I remember waiting in line for Splash Mountain, I believe it was. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just a game that we played. Yes. Yeah. The line was Splash, well, Splash
1: Mountain. Mountain and there was Slinky Dog Dash that we did oh, games. Yes! Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, that was so much fun. And then um Space Mountain I've done games. I am mean, there's 80 number of games you can play. I think even Small World you could do stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I mean, there's a lot of great cues out there, but because of the virus recently. They've taken a lot of them out. All of the ones on Thunder Mountain, um, Haunted Mansion are gone. Oh yeah, you can't like...
0: So on Haunted Mansion, I think in my top 10 cues app, I did address the cues and the interactiveness. Haunted Mansion was on that list. You could like, you could push in yeah. little headstones you could I love not right now I love the Haunted Mansion it has a special place in my heart <laughs> I actually got a Haunted Mansion themed mask yes you do I will be wearing it in the parks next time I
1: go yes so those are you, There's the queues are not a thing right now the interactive queues but that's okay
0: but the Disney Play app the is. Disney
1: Play app is so that gives you something fun to do you can do quizzes with your siblings or your friends or whoever you're with it's kind of fun mm-hmm. um,
0: I think just about concludes the interview. Um, so, where can we find you and your travel agentness? So, if you want to
1: contact me, you can find me via email at kellymcg. So, kellymcg at mousehunterstravel dot I'm also on Facebook, Kelly McGovern with Mouse Hunters Travel. Or, um, I mean, you could just do a Google search, even. Kelly McGee Mouse Hunters Travel. Hmm.
0: All right. Um, any parting words? Any closing thoughts?
1: I thank you for having me. And I, I do sincerely love talking all things Disney. Yeah. And I, I mean, even if people just want to contact me and chit chat Disney, I'm cool with that, too.
0: Yep. Um, so make sure to find us, the podcast, not her on uh, Facebook, we ha- we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars preferably. If not five stars, please leave a reason why. <laughs> review us uh that helps us get to the top of the charts. It helps me uh get inspiration for new episodes and it also just gives me a little bit of happiness throughout the day. Um <laughs> I believe that is all. Rate and review. Um you can think you can talk to us via anchor if you listen to podcasts through that and uh, i think that's just about it tell a friend too Tell tell a friend word of mouth is the best way to spread things um so i guess i'll be seeing you later i'll see you real soon bye